1: Joining us today is Ashley Ayakinetti. It's so funny, too, Ashley, that you bring up Stagecoach because I feel like, especially after last season of Bachelor in Paradise, like who knew Stagecoach was where oh, everything yeah. goes down?
2: Uh, Another thing that happened at Stagecoach which is just kind of a share tidbit to Jared told me he loved me. <laughs> what is up, friends?
1: Welcome back to another episode of overshare the podcast and also the youtube video for those of yeah. you who are interested in seeing us in video form i'm jocelyn and this is my girl lils hello, hello. we're How's available going? Multiple platforms <laughs> we're such a big deal how are you Lil?
3: you know i'm hanging in there i'm actually nocturnal now so this is kind of strange this is when i've been really waking up um i shifted my schedule today
1: Great to hear. Well, are you ready to jump in or what? Let's do it. So, over it. What she said. All right, Lil, what's grinding your gears? What are you over this week? Well, um,
3: on the topic of being nocturnal, um, (laughs) it's a little frustrating when you are and then your neighbors decide that they're going to be rude. This isn't even my normal neighbors that are out of control. This is the neighbors below me, which I actually recently found out are also like... Pro- I don't want to say they're property managers because they're not, but they're, like, the on-site, like... Like, handyman think sort of person? But no, because he's a different person. I don't... I'm, like, so he just, like, kind of says hi to me but has never introduced himself as someone that's affiliated with the building ever. But he gets weird rent for free. Interesting. But uh, <laughs> I woke up this morning at 9 a.m. to the loudest bass I've heard since college. Like, I... I've, I've been at, like, concerts that are quieter. Everything was vibrating. And so I honestly, it was annoying because it woke me up. But then Max just gets so scared, and he runs away. Oh, that's just, annoying. Like, and then he, like, runs to me and whines, but he, like, doesn't know what to do, and I just feel bad. But, um, so it was frustrating because, one, I went to sleep at four. But, right. two, who plays, like, really loud techno at 9 a.m. on a Thursday and it also just when feels everyone's like- at
1: home? Basic human decency, especially at this point in time when everybody's working from home. Right. You would think that someone who was especially like on a normal schedule would understand that people are doing important things at home during the day.
3: Here's the kicker. They have a baby excuse me? Oh my gosh, maybe the baby did it.
1: Babies can be so high maintenance.
3: Truly? (laughs) Jocelyn, I don't know how they were in this apartment with, like, because it was loud for a while, and it woke me up, and I sat up, and I was, like, sitting here, like, are they That's so odd. Then they turned it up, and it's almost as if they were, like, doing it, like, to piss me off or something, but I'm, like, I had been sleeping, so I wasn't making any noise. Like, this- That's so weird. It made no sense, and they're not usually very disruptive, so- caught me off guard, but um it lasted about twenty minutes and then it's been silent ever since.
1: Yeah, it's time it's time for the Lil's to move. You know, we're gonna work on that. We're working on that in the next six months for you. It's gonna happen. I'm anyway. S- speaking it into existence. Thank you. What are you mm-hmm. over? Okay, so this is very niche, as many of my things are I almost choked just thinking about yeah, it. Um visceral reaction. So you know I mostly do grocery delivery through Amazon grocery? Prime grocery i don't know i'm like choking i don't know i have too much salivation happening in my mouth Mm -hmm. it's a long story anyway i mostly have been i've mostly been doing amazon prime for grocery delivery because i'm lazy i hate going to the store and that's not even a COVID thing that's like just an ongoing thing Mm -hmm. and i especially love amazon prime because of whole foods i don't know if you know this about me lily i'm not a snob i don't buy fancy things i don't have fancy purses or anything definitely don't know that about you but i love fancy grocery stores like i've never met an 80 dollar almond that i did not need in my nutsack immediately you know what i mean stop with (laughs) the term nutsack okay listen there's there's never an appropriate time using that term don't be jealous of my nutsack okay i have a tiny purse that i carry and it is my nutsack all right I digress. Here's what I'm really over. I realized after going into Whole Foods, which is my Mecca, along with like Bristol Farms and Gelson's, that we Mm, may never, we may never again have salad bars that are open. Like salad bars very well might be a thing of the past. And that is upsetting to me because There is not many other things that bring me the same level of joy as like an $18 salad from Bristol Farms that is just packed with so many morsels of goodness. And I honestly think you guys, buffets and salad bars are never coming back. Okay, so I
3: I was going to say that. I can't say that I've had that thought ever because I d- <laughs> don't think I've ever used a salad bar. Um, if you aren't a longtime viewer or listener... Listener? You might not know. <laughs> if you're not a long-time viewer, um, you might not know that I uh, am a five-year-old and don't eat salad. But you bring up buffets, which I feel like Lisa and I have talked about this. I totally get that that makes sense that you wouldn't be self-serving because germs. Right. But... To me, I was like, that can't they can't they have like a buffet menu and it's like the servings are just kind of like small, so then you can be like, "Hey, I'll take what." And you can like almost like a, like a room service menu, how you're like a la carte like checking things. And then they go get yeah. it and bring it back to you. Like, I feel like it can still exist. I feel like it should exist. I mean, just it's, really, it's just have one person handle the food. You just think, don't get your own, which like I don't want to have to get up and get my own food anyway. Think about
1: what this is going to do to Las Vegas.
3: Okay. I was there in February and literally we all got back at, we were at a wedding and we all got back and it was like two weeks later, all of the news reports were like, uh, whoops.
1: And like, even, I mean, this is, might be surprising to people, but one of my favorite places is a group food restaurant called soup plantation soup plantation. Okay. It's ruined. I love Soup Plantation. The, I Didn't it close? I don't.
0: I hope it was not. Like,
3: I feel like she's lying because she, I, the last time you
1: went to Soup Plantation was like, Five years ago, probably. I have been at least twice in the last ten years, and I only say it's only been twice because I don't have one that's geographically anywhere near me. There was one in the Beverly
3: Connection, which was less than five minutes from our office. Okay.
1: <laughs> we, we always used to go to like
3: Shakey's, though, and now. But again, I it doesn't make sense to me. Like, just have someone else serve it. They could even still have it buffet style, and it's like you should just hold out your plate, and someone else does it.
1: Gosh, Lily. Why I could does it really have to go away? I could really go for some shakies right Ugh. now.
3: I also Damn. have been seeing a lot of concert, like, concerts of the future. And it shows, like, people in, like, little, like, sections. And I'm like... Yes, please. Can we do? No, that's <laughs>
1: happening. I've been seeing people like Jack Vanek, who we both I'm sure follow on Instagram. Her and her boyfriend went to some concert in Orange County where you—it's like a drive-in movie where you bring your car and you just like rage <laughs> out at your car. Aaron Guilfoy did that. Um,
3: and yes. it's probably the same one because it—that would make sense. Um, that it was uh, Jack's
1: mannequin. Uh, oh i I love jack's mannequin "Uh, dark blue oh my god i love dark blue that's so crazy i interviewed him back in the day for that when i was a music reporter Oh, <laughs> yeah, tour, Jack Vannick.
0: Yep. Yeah. All oh, my circle.
3: gosh. But um, that, wow. I, I don't even mean the drive in ones, though. It shows kind of like Hollywood Bowl style esque, but like in a field made with like makeshift little fences. So it's That's basically like everyone's cool. in like a little
1: corral. I would. I'm so game. For and I'm that. like, cool. Drunk people not getting in your space. Absolutely. I know. No one's like trying to touch you, like grind on you with their think, like personal parts. Right. I think it's so gross. What? What are
3: you, <laughs> you know what going I mean? To?
1: Like, you know, I was thinking about my clubbing days recently oh. and like, what the hell? I hope dancing etiquette has changed because well, like I felt like all you, the only reason you knew you were dancing with someone is because you felt them like rubbing themselves on you. And it was like, oh, I guess I'm <sighs> dancing with this person now because their ween is touching me. I don't like that. I'm sorry. Well, not to mention, I feel like
3: I heard someone make a point where it was, like, uh, to like trying to make a point to guys that girls get sexually harassed a lot. And it was something like, guys, at least, like, one out of every five girls you know has had their ass grabbed before by a stranger. And I'm like, Oh, my gosh. One? How many? How- like, are you <laughs>
1: kidding? Every single—five girls have had that happen multiple times. What are you talking about? Literally— at one of my jobs at one point, it would happen, like, 15 times a, a night I can, when I was bartending. At I, least 15 times a night. I can
3: vividly remember a time in Vegas where I was trying to get my drunk friend back to our hotel, and it was during the day, and we had left a pool party, and there was some guy that was drunk, and he kept coming up behind us, and, like, literally, I was not even that drunk, and I kept, like, turning around yelling, and I was like, what the Fuck are you doing? And he was like blacked
1: out and just like, like trying to look so like disgusting, us. so and gross. It was, no one did anything. No, I actually did roundhouse kick a guy like Billy Blank style in a club once. For like fully grabbing my vagina, I was like, "That is it. That is the line is drawn." I kicked him. Sure, like, <laughs> like I was doing like, like a workout Angel
3: style, like, like typo. Like,
1: yeah She goes like, "Someone hold my purse," and then she just goes, "Oh." Yep, and then he fell, and oh, and wow. he was like, he was like all like, "Why'd you do that?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, come at me again, and I will kick you in the face because I'm flexible." Okay.
3: Do you, do you remember? I think this was with you in um, when we went to Cabo for Clever when we were at Mango Deck and that guy tried to make out with me. Oh, my gosh. Like, and it wasn't yes. like I was talking to a guy, and he, like, was making a move. I was walking, and some – and I was – I'm sadly completely sober. I, that was He just per, grabbed you. Like that's my first issue, that I was in mango deck sober. But literally, I was just walking. I think I had, like – I just got my beers, and I'm, like, trying to walk back to our table. And he literally, like, grabbed my neck and just, like, went in. And had I been drunk, I don't think I would have been, like – my reaction time wouldn't have been as good. I had to, like – Physically pull away. And then I was like, what the fuck? And like yelled at him. And then no one, literally, even the people working there were like, ha, ha ha No. And I'm like,
1: what? No. I don't know him. What's going on? I know. So I guess that's my second over it is guys. Yeah. You know, you're really going to get a wide array of things on this show. You're going to get how we're over being manhandled by strangers. And you're also going to get our dismay about the salad bar industry because that's who we are. You know, we also- with a lot of colors.
3: <laughs> So many colors. You're also (laughs) going to get um, some nice stories from maybe someone from The Bachelor. Oh, my gosh. I'm so
1: excited. Ashley, I is here.
3: Let's get to our overshare segment.
1: All right, you guys, joining us today is truly a living reality TV icon. And in my personal opinion, probably the most famous person from Bachelor Nation for an important reason, because she is so multi-hyphenate, doing so many things including an amazing podcast, joining us today is Ashley Ayakinetti. Ashley, I You guys know
2: who Hi! the <laughs> uh, intro I've ever had. Um, <laughs> that is true, but thank you. Okay. Your face?
1: <laughs> Honestly, though, Ashley, so I feel like what people need to know who are listening to this, obviously they know who you are, they've been following your career, Um, but they might not know that, like, all of us know each other also from working together at Clever, which was, like, such a fun moment in time.
3: I kind of forget that you were on The Bachelor, and then I'll, like, see something, I'm like, oh, yeah, that, yeah.
1: (laughs) That's nice, it's nice that somebody, like, that I can have a distinction from the franchise. No, but I think you are, you know, I think going on the show, as we've seen from a lot of people, is such an like, a rad opportunity to, like, do something else and like you have really like created your own empire. Is does that something like you plan to do on the front end or just like happened? Um, well empire is also
2: an extreme exaggeration. So <laughs> thank you. I would say that like I had my masters in broadcasting. I wanted to do something in the communications realm. The the bachelor definitely it gave me like that relatable sort of edit, which is, I don't, like, edit is weird, because, like, I also would hope that I'm relatable in real life, but because I was able to, like, speak on behalf of a lot of girls that maybe hadn't been spoken for before on reality TV, like, they did give me a nice little niche, um, but also, as far as, like, clever and stuff, like, hosting and doing entertainment news was always something that I wanted to do, that I studied, and that I really wanted to, um, I really wanted to get into. And I thought that The Bachelor could help me with that. Um, so like partially a little wrong reasons here, but also... I, it worked out. If you look <laughs> on your reasons, like we would all don't believe you and we think you're even more crazy.
1: Exactly. And you know what I think is important is for people to know that like you came to work at Clever and you were like getting like the same sort of treatment as all the other people that work there. And you worked hard, like you worked just as hard as everyone else. And I think it's important for people to know that side of you too, that like you're just willing to like grind and like do the work that people probably like don't, people probably don't realize like what you're doing is actually hard. You know what I mean? Do you think that?
2: Yeah, that's like a big complaint I have about just like uh, the entertainment industry whether it's like Instagram influencers, um, hosts, all that, it almost seems like people think that if your job is fun, you don't have a job,
0: Mm -hmm. and that's
2: that's really frustrating because it is a lot of work. Not to say that it's the hardest job in the world or anything, or that it's not fun, but there's definitely times you're like, well, like, even
3: though I'm talking about Kim and Kanye, I'd honestly rather
2: be lounging on the couch, so. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. hate people, I just
3: hate people discrediting it. Totally. Cool. I feel like there's different sacrifices that it's like, yeah, it could be fun, but also when you're having to post about your life in order to get people to, like, still want to follow you and you can't just, like, turn that off, that's a whole nother level that people don't even realize.
2: Yeah.
1: And, um, hello girlfriend, happy one year anniversary. I know you guys so cute. You, and spoiler alert for people who have like never watched Bachelor and are like planning to go back in time and watch every season. Ashley got her man, okay? So many people, freaking Nick, being like, I'll never forget watching that season of Bachelor of Paradise. I didn't even know you. And he was like, I mean, what did he say to you? He was like, this is never going to happen. And then it's like, the biggest
2: LOL. He said this is never gonna happen, and I mean, I just, I just knew otherwise because Jared and I had this, like, you know, relationship that was away—not just from the cameras, but away from our friends, especially. You know, like, I mean, some of our friends would know. You know, like the utmost inner circle, um, and, and Nick's pretty close to us, but. You know, Jared always played it cool around The Bachelor, guys. <laughs> uh, not the Just, like, it was so much more complicated than it ever came across. And especially when cameras were on, and, and that's not because of Jared. It's more just, you know, it was really production, like, led us in different directions. During oh, my gosh. The revisiting season of Bachelor in Paradise 3. But what's really cool is that Hulu, just this month, put up Bachelor in Paradise Season 2 and Season 3. So there are people who are watching those seasons, having never watched Paradise or any sort of Bachelor show, and they're they're constantly like on our YouTube and our Instagram. Like I get multiple comments a day being like, "I'm just watching your your Bachelor Paradise seasons for the first time, and I went to go check in on like what you're up to today, and I see that you and Jared are married."
3: And oh it's my like,
2: gosh! Oh, oh my god, that's so, is so funny. Cool. <laughs>
3: (laughs) I all I because I've watched some seasons of all the shows more recently because we had like an after show and I, I had to watch them, but I hadn't seen your season. So that's why I feel like I don't I like forget that you were even on it because I met you without having seen you on it. After that, I obviously then had seen clips and stuff. And then I even, I think, had done like a deep dive and tried to find it because they weren't... That season isn't online anywhere. And I remember finding some episodes on YouTube, but then like not really all of it. And so I didn't even... Now I can go back and watch all of it. I'm so excited. It's on Amazon Prime and on iTunes
2: forever, but like you had to purchase them, so it's not like a streaming
3: thing. I apologize. Um, I didn't. I didn't no, purchase. It's okay. No, it's okay.
2: And now they have.
3: Like, I'm to- glad I waited.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it for free. You don't, wanna, you don't need to spend money on on watching that. Man, There's that's weird that's- stuff
3: I bought on Amazon Prime because I was bored. <laughs>
1: Let's also talk about the fact, I don't even think you and I have talked about this, because I will see you guys around at events, and like also your husband, Jared, he is also, you guys are just like the most kind, lovely people. Like you're both so down to earth, which I also feel like is very important for the world to know, because reality TV makes life seem like kind of glamorous. But talking about glamorous, how about the fact that Jennifer Lawrence straight up copied your wedding? Okay. I'm not kidding. She did. She really did. She. I bet you she loves reality TV. I guarantee you she copied your wedding. How do you feel about that? I do feel like Jennifer Lawrence is a Bachelor fan. I don't remember like, where I heard this, but I know her
2: friends are Bachelor fans. Like Amy Schumer is a big Bachelor fan. They obviously had their wedding planned. No. At the same time as ours. The <laughs> they just happened to be a month later, but yeah, it's. they even had a... I say it's very similar. I'm sure hers was far more lavish, but uh, and the, the A-list clientele was something. <laughs> but she um, had a boat ride the day before, like, on their rehearsal dinner, and then they got married at one of the mansions in Newport as well.
1: Yeah, Lily, I don't know if you know this, but, like, Jennifer Lawrence, like I said, it might be a slight exaggeration, but she basically got married at the same place as Ashley and, like, copied her entire wedding. I, I mean, there was like a few but you both had celebrity infused weddings so i mean you had a lot of famous people at your wedding too okay
2: well uh, you know <laughs> we, we had batch we did bachelor thing
3: am i like having a mandela effect moment where i don't remember jennifer lawrence getting married
2: <laughs> it was the last september and it to was a who?
1: rainy day uh Art collector, again, yeah, art, like art
3: person. Literally, gun to my head. If you were like, "Is Jennifer Lawrence married?" I'd be like, "No, she's not even dating anyone." <laughs> I've lit. Oh my god, new information. But so oh she copied your wedding. No, she
1: did not. <laughs> well, that's the seri- that's the narrative I'm telling myself, just for fun. Um, also, also, we our- have to. I wonder why they went with Newport. I mean, Newport is like a such an obvious and like, beautiful wedding. Ashley, they follow you on Instagram and they saw that you were meeting with your wedding planner, Troy, who I also love. And you can tell I've stopped your social media because he is a gem. That <laughs> guy.
2: You've ever like met via social media.
1: <laughs> yes. Like he was talking about. No, I have no idea who he is except from your Instagram where Troy was like crying because he loves you guys
2: so much, like physically crying. So he was so cute. I will treasure those Instagram story slides forever. What kind of wedding planner is that emotionally invested <laughs> in the process?
3: I was just gonna ask, is he is that? Is he that emotionally invested in all of the weddings he does? Or did he feel very connected to you I guys? I mean, we
2: were friends with him beforehand, but like not like super close friends. We had only known him for six months prior to like hiring him as our wedding planner. But, like, we definitely had a friendship there. So maybe he was a little more tied to us. He also watched our entire journey on The Bachelor. Oh. Um, and he was so sweet, so cool. When we first met him, Jared and I um, were just starting to date, and we weren't, like, weren't, like public at all. And he was, like, um, he saw us on the guest list of this party that he had organized and he was running around the place, being like, I, can't, I don't care about anybody else in this guest list except for meeting Ashley and Jared, and we kind of, like, told him, yeah, well, um, there, we, we may have a thing. There's, there may be something going on, and then he was, like, he was just, like, like if, if you had <laughs> ever married,
1: like, I need to plan the wedding. So it was a full
3: circle moment for him.
1: It was really cool. I but that. i feel like even like as an outsider who like knows you guys and stuff i feel like for you guys it was either like you guys were gonna date and definitely get married or just like not date at all is that just me as an outsider okay 100 percent. so i
2: have to tell this little Troy story in addition to this to make it even more full circle in 2016 when the batman superman movie came out I had written a letter to, like, all the movie sponsors and even Warner Brothers to just get Jared to the premiere because I knew it was like, the ultimate dream, and we were very much just friends. I think we only knew each other for, like, seven or eight months at that point, point. and he, he, um, Troy's coworker, his former co-worker at Warner, who he worked with for, like, over a decade, because he used to plan uh, movie premieres, so the girl that was still working there that he called, like, his work wife ended up, ended up being one of the people that I reached out to. And then she was like, she knew that Troy was such a big fan. She sent him the email and was like, well, look, well who just reached out to me?
3: So did she give it to you?
2: And she did give it to us. So oh.
3: she like helped you get in early. <laughs> this is very, So Troy inadvertently helped you so, get Jared Yeah, long yeah, long. yeah.
2: So Troy had seen prior, like just like the, the, spe- the specialness that was our relationship. And he had rooted for us. So oh wow. Like, that email.
1: I love it. And I also but, have but to.
2: Yes, J- yes, Jocelyn, you're super right. Jared and I definitely were like, we're going to get married or we're never going to date at all. It was exactly how it was. Like the month that we got together, like we were 100% talking about the future. And I think Jared always kind of knew that too. He was like, I mean, this is the kind of thing that you don't cross the friendship line unless you are ready to get
1: married. For sure. And I love that. And I think that is like, and then you
3: guys linked sure. arms
1: and skipped across. Yeah. But people relate to that, but like it was, a it was a long road to get there. So I honestly think like, just props to you for like falling through with your heart and like sticking to it even when other people were like it's never gonna happen like you knew you know what i mean so you gotta trust your own instincts also another question because you know i got married like right after you i had literally everyone everyone tell me first year of marriage worst year of your life it's gonna be terrible Literally, have you had that yeah i'm like what it's
2: our our good friend's actual third anniversary today they got married in newport same thing we're seeing them later tonight and they were like telling us they're like probably one of our like closer married couples and they were just like yeah just like letting you guys know like the first year is definitely like the hardest like get through that and you'll be fine (laughs) And we were like, oh, God, and they said it, and we think they're perfect. But, but now that a year has been completed, I feel like if that was the hardest year, then, like, this is going to be easy for easy. Did you I guys know. live
3: together before? So
2: I wasn't cool with living together until we were engaged. So I told Jared, we'll move in together whenever we get engaged. And, and then how long were you engaged? Um, we were engaged for a year.
3: So you, that's, i was that the worst year of the relationship? <laughs>
2: No, I would say the living together year and the married year are almost the exact same.
3: So I feel like the worst year for people would be, like, maybe if you, like, suddenly went from, like, seeing someone a decent amount to, like, oh, wow, we live together and are now sharing a life. I feel like otherwise I would hope you would know what you were getting into.
2: Okay, so our friends who warned us about this, they had never lived together until their wedding night
3: my mom always she's like you gotta test drive the car before you drive it <laughs> or before you buy it
2: scientifically people who are engaged before moving in have a higher success like marriage success rate people who live together before they get engaged are like they their statistics for divorce are higher interesting what do you do jocelyn
1: So we didn't technically live together until we got married, but I don't remember the last time Chris went to the supposed place he lived. I was just going to say, I feel like
3: Chris was just actually homeless and was like, (laughs) oh,
1: I'm in town.
3: (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, I
1: feel the same way. I'm like, okay, when people started telling me this is going to be the worst year of my life, like, first off, like, can you please not tell me that? And I was like, I don't have time right now to have the worst year of my life. So... But now, like, a year has almost passed. I'm like, if this is the worst year of my life, like, I'm ready
2: for it. I feel pretty good. <laughs> 100%. Everybody says something different because you have other friends who will say the year that you have a kid, will be the most stressful year. Right. And my parents, I asked my parents that, and they're like, that's when our relationship was at its best. Well, my parents are actually, like, still in, like, that crazy bliss after, like, almost uh-huh. I love that. And have one of those marriages where my dad, like, tells me every day, I'm like, you, love, you have no idea how much I love your mother. Oh, that's <laughs> so cute. And I'm always like, Jared, my dad has a married for over 40 years. Why don't
3: you tell me that? <laughs> I feel like I, when I visited one of my friends from college, um, she's from Newport Beach, all of their parents are for, I mean, not all of them, but the vast majority of their close friend group, it felt like all of their parents were still married. And I felt like all of my friends' parents were divorced from, like, fifth grade on. And I remember I went. It was, like, Christmas, so everyone's home. And we would go to, like, their parents would all let them have parties. And every single house we'd go to, they'd be, like, the parents are, like, sitting on the couch, like, with their arm around each other, like, watching a movie and the fire's going. And we'd walk in and all of the kids would be, like, saying hi and everyone knows each other. And I'm just, like... what's going on with these parents? This is interesting.
1: Like, <laughs> you guys like each other? Ooh, What's that like? Oh my gosh. No, Ashley, my parents are the same way. They're super disgusting. My dad is, uh, my parents have been married for like almost 40 years. My dad's like grabbing my mom's ass every single day, trying to like tongue in front of people. I'm like, you guys. So to oh, me, growing tongue. to me, growing up, Like that was normal. So when I found out, like everyone's parents were not as gross as mine, I was like super confused. So like
2: sometimes I'm like, um, excuse me, like where are my compliments? And like, (laughs) hours. I'm like, I know I get that from my dad, but it's because my dad. I'm definitely my dad in the relationship where it's like. I'm like obsessed with you. I'm so obsessed with you. And then my mom is like not like that towards my dad at all. But like you know, the love is very much there. And it's the same with Jared.
1: Oh my gosh, that's I love it. Well, we could talk to you forever. Um, but this show is where we come to overshare those TMI stories. And today, because we know that the Bachelor Nation is always looking for something they have not heard before from you. We thought it would be fun to share each of our own personal like most embarrassing most cringeworthy stories that we have experienced ourselves so lily i'm gonna let you go first
3: i think when i when i think of meeting someone from the bachelor the first thing that comes to mind is um sean low is uh... that
1: correct
3: yeah um because he came in as a guest a clever, I must I think I was probably an intern. And it was um when Katie and Deidre worked there and they had set up like a like little fake date situation in the studio and there's like roses and stuff that I believe I probably purchased as the intern. And um then I would just like be in there like watching. And um I have a picture with him and I remember like posting it in uh I think that was like actually one of the first celebrities I posted an Instagram with that everyone's like, ooh you have such a cool job.
1: And that's when he was actually The Bachelor. So that was a yeah. really long time ago because now he and his wife have three children? We
3: don't need to date it.
1: <laughs> Listen, I mean.
3: <laughs> no, it was. Yeah, I think it was is. like 2009. I always liked him. He, he was always, I feel like I don't like most of them. And he was like one of the more normal seeming ones.
2: He was 2000, so his season aired 2000. Thirteen.
3: oh okay oh what did i what did i say that i was like that i'm thinking high that's i was <laughs> literally i was thinking like a year after graduating and i'm thinking like class of 08 but i graduated <laughs> in college in 2012 so 2013 uh,
1: makes sense oh no i was 2010 uh, okay well i'll share my embarrassing story so um i actually have two and oh dot jared hi jared
3: <laughs>
1: Hello? I, I barely recognize you with your flowing
3: locks <laughs> Oh, yeah. wow, let's see it. it looks people so good. It looks oh, like, uh, oh, wow, you look like a tennis player.
2: <laughs> my headband really, uh, you know, yeah. does something for it. But people have been saying Power. I look like uh, Cruise from Mission Impossible too. so
3: now I I never cut it.
1: Oh, I like it. Also, happy <laughs> anniversary. Oh, yeah.
3: thank you so much.
2: So happy
1: for you guys. <laughs> That's how I'm more
2: affectionate. I was saying how I'm more like my dad. He's like, okay, oh, yeah, yeah, Bye. Like, you like my mom, where it's like I feel it. I know I'm it's uh, there. I know. I'm just, not I just as you. No, 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 no. I made her breakfast <laughs> in bed for oh,
3: a yeah. That's so sweet. I thought you were just going to say this morning. I was like, that's right. so nice. Like, right.
2: random day, I
3: know. Oh, oh. No, nothing random. Cold, oh.
2: And if I did it every day, you wouldn't appreciate it as much. That's true. That's true. Yeah, plus I get real fat. That's my excuse of
1: getting fat. Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> good to see you. Always, <laughs> always sir. Um, okay, so my embarrassing story. Oh, yeah. So I, actu- I actually have two, um, but I feel like, Ashley, you and I kind of have this in common, and I was thinking about this earlier today, like, I don't really give any Fs, you know? Like, I'll slide into the DMs of almost anybody, I'll talk to almost anyone, like, the more awkward, the better. Like, I'm not really, I, like, why, why not, right? Do you feel like you're kind of like that? Yeah, 100%. So I would say things that other people would say were embarrassing or awkward, I'm just like, that's just a day of my life. Where is this going? You know? So the first one is actually like something that I was not directly involved with. But you know when other people do stuff and you're like, this is just so embarrassing, I can barely deal with it. Like you feel embarrassed for them. So years and years ago, um, one of our coworkers at Clever threw this huge house party barbecue and invited everyone that we worked with. Interns Uh. all the hosts everything and you have to understand this is before I ever watched bachelor So like I didn't know who anyone was So cut to and I'm not gonna say the name of who these two girls were Because I want to protect their identities because they're both public people But one of the girls that we worked with that clever shows up to this house party with this like pretty hot guy like And I was like, oh, yeah, hi, nice to meet you, whatever. Like, he seems nice, you know? And she's like, yeah, we're like kind of dating and whatever. And then people started freaking out. Like, do you know who that is? Do you know who this man is? And I was like, absolutely not. Just that guy who's at this party with this girl we work with. Turns out to be Jeff Holm, who everyone from Bachelor Nation knows, right? So they're like, he's on Bachelor, he's a part of the Bachelor franchise, whatever. And at one point, like, he was even, I thought, going to be The Bachelor,
3: right? Like, oh I did actually watch um, the season with Emily.
1: Oh,
2: yeah, I actually signed up because I thought Jeff was going to be The Bachelor. Uh, Stop! Oh, my gosh. In my audition tape, and, like, it still exists out there, <laughs> there's a bubble that, like, comes out of my brain. I that's love like, I, hope, I hope this is Jeff Hall.
1: Oh my gosh, well, you might be rethinking that after I finish this story. I know. I know. Oh, Everybody knows the story. I the thought it. <laughs> so, so, anyways, so, like, it's, it's a girl that we work with. She brings him to a party. He seems really cool. Everybody has a great time. Party ends, whatever. Cut to the following week, our intern at the time, who has now since gone on to become a huge YouTube star. I'm also not going to say her name. Protect the identity. Um,. She tells us that she's dating someone from Bachelor. And we're like, oh, cool. Guess who it is? Jeff Holm. So it turns out that one of our coworkers and one of our interns are involved in a love triangle with Jeff Holm. And it was the most awkward conversation. Like, I think all of us were there when it all came out. And it was just like these two girls who thought they were each dating this guy kind of exclusively definitely were not, and it was, like, one was the boss and one was her intern. Couldn't have been weirder. Do you – Lily, were you there when that happened?
3: Yeah, because I'm also trying to remember – because I um knew a girl from – I feel like we were friends. You met when we were in New Orleans and we um Oh, was she did with home, too. <laughs> yes, and she but she was the one that um got picked up by all the outlets and like they like blew up her social media and stuff because they were they actually were dating exclusively. And um I it didn't last a long time and now she's married with children. So. Oh, uh,
2: well good for her. Good for her. You don't have to be around the Bowser franchise much. Too
3: long to know that he doesn't have the best reputation. One, well, also, too bad. I, I feel like I remember him, like, he was supposedly, according to him telling one of the girls that he was dating that we worked with, he told them that he was in the running to be The Bachelor, but that he wanted them to go on the show so then they could, like, just like Stay keep dating, on but on the show. It's like, but. <laughs> what, but if you already
1: uh why <laughs> um but yeah. here's my here's my other story which i would say is like so, so cringy. cringy no running he
0: was he was
1: not oh he wasn't oh, well, i, I didn't
3: so the whole the scenario we i feel like she even told us that and we were like i mean do you hear how that sounds like maybe <laughs> like first of all even if it is true Maybe not. Exactly.
2: I get that he has swag and he is cute, and but he's not at all like what you think that like would have this power over women that he I, does.
3: I also um, though now pass him on dating apps, and I don't want to age shame, but he doesn't look like he used to. Yes, yeah, I mean when he was
2: <laughs> on Emily season, I was like yes, ten, 10, 10 out of ten. round of my phone.
3: Emily and
2: <laughs> him in a paparazzi picture. Was the background of my phone in grad school? Okay, this is before, way before. He was your Justin Bieber. (laughs) Yeah, basically, I was like, I am obsessed. We used to have this this chant. If you guys know what the New York Jets chant is, it's J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets.
3: I was gonna say, do you think either of us knows?
2: (laughs) So chant to this: J E F, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. (laughs) <laughs> and every Monday night, we would chant. So that could actually probably be my overshare.
1: <laughs> that is so good. Who knew that this was going to be so Jeff Holmes? Well, wait, right? but then did you ever meet him?
2: Yeah, I met him twice. Like, oh, in the did. most like, truly, like, high, high encounters. Not, like, at all an in-depth conversation.
3: And it did it, like, let your dreams down?
2: No, I'll tell you the first time I met him and, uh, like, I was not like fresh to the franchise but it was like still exciting to like meet new people and like to be in like big gatherings or you felt really cool question and
3: i was at like, steve poach yeah does everyone like i feel like especially now like everyone knows who everyone is pretty much like does everyone creep on each other it's not like there's like someone that's like who's that it's like oh no like we all like do you all follow each other before you meet like how does it work
2: <laughs> it depends on who it is if i really like them for, if i really like them just by watching the show then i'll follow them beforehand but then i almost always meet, i always follow them after i meet them uh, totally because of podcasts like i just get to meet them a lot like right off the yeah coast, right off the bat right off the
3: okay coast. sorry back you're a stage coach
2: oh yeah so i was on stage coach and i met him and i i was very single at the time and i immediately called my sister and i go Barn, I just met Jeff Home for the first time, and I totally <laughs> get why we were obsessed.
1: <laughs> I like, oh. he had
2: like this sort of like this swag where he like literally did it. Can I curse on here? He, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, like I don't give a fuck about you swag that makes
1: girls go, like, I need to
2: talk maybe, to you. And maybe
1: that's why girls like him because he is like the, kind of like the bad boy, one of the bad boys of the franchise.
3: This is weird that I even remember this. But um, I feel like Emily described him as, she was like, you were always just really cool. Yes, yes. I'm like,
2: Man, he seems
3: so cool. But now, so now I'll pass him on dating apps and he, he looks like he was cool. And it's like, oh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's actually so funny. It's so funny, too, actually, that you bring up Stagecoach. Because I feel like, especially after last season of Bachelor in Paradise, like, who knew Stagecoach was where oh, everything yeah. goes down? You know
3: what I mean? Anyone that's at Stagecoach that sees all of the people from The Bachelor all together.
1: (laughs) Well, that's where it
2: was. And like, and everybody, you know, it is like a big congregation, which is super bizarre. Uh, Another thing that happened at Stagecoach, which is kind of a shared tidbit, is Jared told me he loved me.
3: (gasps) Really? Oh, my gosh. That's so, like, where were you guys watching? When you were incredibly single or were you dating at this point?
2: No, oh, we were, we were dating. We were dating. It was like okay.
3: Dating. It wasn't just like a drunken confession, early, yes.
2: No, um, we were just at our hotel room and, um, he said, I think I love
1: you. Like, <laughs> do <laughs> you think?
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow, that one really got me.
1: Oh, that's so cute though. <laughs> cute because he was so nervous. I love um, that. I feel like when Chris told me he loved me the first time, because, like, I'm, like, I am pre- I like, like, traditional rules, whatever that means. Like, but for me, like, I want the guy to say it first. Like, I was not going to say it first. I don't even care if, like, it was taking everything in me. I was not going to do it. And, and I could tell it was coming. Because you know what I mean? Like, you know they want to say it, but they're, like, freaking out. And he did something similar where he was, like, you know, the thing is, like, if you love me, I love you. So, like, do you, you know what I mean? Like, how it's, like, so, it's so cute. It's, it feels like, so like it's either, like,
3: very hesitant or accidental. It's and so then it's like, cute. oh,
1: I mean, yeah, it's true. Oh, my <laughs> 100%. gosh.
2: 100%. It's either or. It's um, very cute.
1: The other story I was going to share is actually, like, super oh. cringy. This is, like, the one that I was actually more involved with. So, Ashley, you remember when we had the after show? Because you had your own segment on a show that I was producing. Um, It was a Bachelor after show, and you had your own segment called Tea Time with Ashley, where you would interview a bunch of people from Bachelor Nation. It was such a fun show, and it was a live show, and every week we would have someone from the franchise come on. And this particular week, we had Chad Johnson. I can't. You're. Uh, it's like the worst story ever. I still feel so. I don't bad even. About
3: re- it. I don't even know what the story is, but I've been recently scarred because I've seen pictures of him with Trisha Paytas. Oh, he goes on her OnlyFans. What? Yeah, yeah. We had him on our
2: almost or our I don't get it podcast, and he told us all about
3: his new life. Uh, oh, I don't think I want it's to know anything about that. I'm sorry.
1: Interesting. Well, I have to say that like. Just after being with him for a short time, I just feel like parts of him are misunderstood. Like, I think he wants to be, like, a good guy, but, like, it's just hard for him because then he'll, like, go and buy someone's domain name or the rights to their likeness or something like that. Anywho, so we're sitting there, and it's a live show, okay? And we're talking and it was me and Lily and another host I was
3: going to say I know I was there but I don't really remember
1: this we've all blocked it out because it I was also so bad.
3: drank every single time
1: so we're sitting <laughs> trying, we're sitting there in the show and we're like you know going through the whole rundown and then it was like a moment where we we're kind of just like chatting with him and what the other host on the show asks him goes gosh Chad this is so crazy like Your family must think this is so Uh wild. Like, what does your mom think about this? And if you had watched the previous season of Bachelor, you knew that his mom had, like, passed away, and it was, like, the hardest thing for him. Ashley, I'm not kidding you. In that moment, if you hit pause on the live show, it's me and Lily and the other hosts with faces that are just like, like, oh, no, this is not actually happening. And so I had to, like, jump in and be like, oh, my gosh, like, no, we know that your mom means so much to you and, like, followed everything and, like, kind of, like, change it. But it was, like, actually one of the most awkward moments I've ever had as a host in my you, entire life. You know, like, now,
3: now that you bring that up, I, I did block that out. But it's back.
1: <laughs> anyways, um, so not, like, the most uplifting or, like, embarrassing, but just, like, sad. So I, I, I hope for the best for him and his... His newfound career in porn, is that what he, he said he's doing? Well, me too.
2: I do feel like he's very misunderstood, like, not only by the, maybe the public, but mostly internally. Yeah, I was going to say by himself. <laughs> yeah. He definitely, 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 like, tries to be, like, the bad boy that I don't know that is really there in his heart. But I, I can't even elaborate further because, like, there's a whole bunch of psychology there.
1: Yes, exactly. Okay, well, enough about our stories. Tell us one of yours. Perhaps if you have one that's untold, even better. Well, I, I have two in my head, and they're both so
2: bad that, like, <laughs> I, I'm so scared. I can't wait. Share them. Okay, one, I'll keep anonymous as to who the other person is. I don't think it's, like, super hard to figure out, but it's a weird story to tell since, like, it's not about my husband. I'll tell you that. Okay, okay. Okay, so I was at a bachelor wedding, and I was just, like, I'm going to make out with so-and-so tonight. I just, like, I'm going to do it. And I, like, had tequila for, like, probably the third time in my life, and every time I had tequila, i throw up. And and I was, like, drinking with the intent to get, like, to to feel drunk, which is very... Uh, not really like me and then like i'm dancing with said person <laughs> literally my, dinner, entire like, what?
3: It's like me, my entire college my entire college like you drink not to get drunk i <laughs>
2: know yeah, i know but like usually i'd like to, I'd like to have a little buzz but, no like, i respect I was, like, that i'm trying to drink here for like to make a move this was, was you like, needed some, some liquid, liquid courage Yeah, and then like I get as close as I'm going to ever get to like actually moving in for a kiss on a guy, and he like literally stopped me and said like he's like I have I'm dating someone, and it was a blatant lie. I knew it was a lie. It was a really nice way of trying to let me down. I proceed to go wail to Jared, ironically, (laughs) and then go and throw up for hours in my room. Oh wow, hours, but.
1: Oh my gosh, you dodged a bullet though.
2: Yeah. Perhaps. It all worked out the way it was. Well, it, I mean, there's. He was not a bullet, but I. But <laughs> I definitely am um, where I'm supposed to be, and I'm super thankful everything unfolded. Oh my goodness. This.
1: Is it ever weird when you think about, though, like, that. Because sometimes I'll even say, like, because Chris and I met through the casting director from Amazing Race, and I'm always like, oh, sure, guys. I'm just. I'm not L.A. at all, I'm not an L.A. person, like I'm so damn to earth, and then I was like, I met my husband through a reality show, like. And you're a YouTuber. And I'm a YouTuber, like that's not normal. Do you ever have moments where you like think about just like the, the track that your life has taken and how truly wild it is?
3: And like what you're gonna tell your children?
1: I can't wait to tell
2: them, I think it's gonna be so fun to be like, we have not on TV. And they can watch. And they can if, watch. If, if they watch they're going to be very confused. I think what they're going to definitely watch the most is what we did, like, our story of us, which is the YouTube video that, like, explained how we got from the show to our relationship off the show. Um, but yeah, it's just like, I still think to myself all the time. Like, his best friend, his, like, best gal pal was the one who signed him up for the show. And she texted us, happy anniversary the other day. I'm like, You are the reason we're together. Like if you didn't sign it so he was like all upset at a bar one night because he was like had he had he had like one really serious girlfriend before me and it was like four years long and then they like kind of rekindled things for a while afterward and he was like really upset because like during this rekindling phase and she was just like i just can't stand you seeing like i can't stand you seeing like this she grabs her phone like in the middle of a bar one night signs him up for the show there and then he got a call from casting producers and he was like wait you seriously like put me through like i'm like actually submitted and like i'm like i don't i don't even know what my life would be if you didn't make that rash decision right there
3: idea i feel like I've been working, by the way, for like the last week straight on a, it's turned into like a full documentary on Jeffrey Epstein. Very, very dark. <laughs> like th- this story sounds much, much lighter, but I'm like, oh my God, imagine like a full documentary of your guys' whole story. Because I feel like I've n- like, there is your like story of us video and there's like, you could go watch clips, but have it like all totally laid out. I don't know. I'm it's just saying I love we get interviews with everyone.
2: Like, the Bachelor of Paradise, like, the for Goat episodes, the greatest of all time episodes.
1: Oh, yeah, that that has to be, like, so funny to, like, re-watch all of that.
2: It was funny to rewatch Caitlyn's season with him on it, but my season's not re Um, I feel like... I I love watching Bachelor of Paradise season 2 back, because, like, I'm just awkward and it's funny. And there's, like, nothing, there's nothing like, swampy about it. It's just, like, he didn't really feel the same way back bachelor in paradise three like i pretend like it never happened that's my blockout season um just you know and then we can fast forward to where we are in the story <laughs> i love that
1: i love that well ashley um thank you for oversharing. Thank we you. truly appreciate it but we'd love to have you stick around for our final segment are you game yes okay let's do it
2: so long share
1: well
3: i hate us so much more now
1: Okay, so in this final segment, it's called Share Well. It's where we say farewell and share something. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's like the stupidest name ever. Anyways, basically what we do is we just share something that brought us joy. We like to end on a high note. On this show, it can literally be anything. Um, Lil, do you want to kick us off with your joyful moment this week?
3: Sure. I am wondering if I've done this before, but... It feels like I couldn't have because it's been, like, months that it wouldn't have applied. Um, my face is finally pretty much cleared up after I'm so pretty pretty. Um Ashley, I know you've been vocal, but you've had a lot of acne issues. <clears throat> You're still on birth control, and you said that's what regulates yours now? Uh, uh, I'm going
2: to get off in two weeks. Oh, no. And it's, been, it's, been, it's been super dreading. Are you on it for
3: So I just started, like, a couple months ago. I don't think it has done anything yet. But um, I'm convinced, because I've never had acne in my life, and it started when I was, like, 28. And that was also when my back got to a point that was, like, really, really bad. I'm pretty sure that when stuff gets out of place in my neck, I don't – I'm not going to claim to know any of the science or if this is actually a thing, but it does seem to line up timeline-wise and – Also, I just basically I feel like I break out when there's a certain part of my spine that will go out of place. And then it makes my face like get inflamed. So even if I already have a zit and something's out, like it'll almost feel like it's like pulsating. Like everything's just like more.
2: Like like the zit sound super off.
3: And I mean, like it. The fact it like it and it's like if you bend over it kind of like I could be, I don't know if it's circulation or if it's like stress hormones being released, but it is only on my chin and like mouth area, which is hormonal acne. Long story short, um, it's gotten better because my back's gotten a lot better, but I think or it's all placebo effect and I'm just pulling this out of my ass. But uh, when I do get them, it's so hard not to pick them because they're cystic ones. And if there is ever a head, like if I don't, the pressure hurts so bad that I would far rather like rip my skin off my face. That is way too TMI. But um, then deal with the cystic one because it just hurts so bad. It makes your whole face hurt. But then I end up with these open wounds on my face because I have like popped it and then picked it and then just like kept picking it. So I feel like for the last month, my just new saving grace which i megan always used to uh recommend these to me but the the like any brand oh, of the Zit stickers, stickers <laughs> you always say it like that well that's what i told megan and she's like you're not using them right and i'm like how do you not use them right what do you mean well turns out i wasn't using them right because if you put it on like a cystic one that hasn't been popped or hasn't come to a head yet it's not going to do anything but if you put it on something that you have popped It like basically like if there's a hole where stuff can come out, it'll like it pulls it all. If I leave it on for eight hours, I take it off. It has like basically like like it's conjured a lot of stuff out of my face to the point that now when I'm like having these um, like open wounds on it because I've like popped it five times, it feels like it's never stopping. I'm convinced it's because there is a bunch of stuff still in there because I'll put these things on i'll use i've used so many packs of them it just keeps coming and it like it's gotten so my face is literally night and day from where it was a month ago but basically what i wanted to share and that long-winded story was um there has to just be like as long as the skin's like kind of broken that it can pull something out best thing that has ever happened even if there's not like like visit stuff in there even if it's just like dirt and oil like with blackheads
1: Oh, that's so satisfying.
3: And it like full on like will make it like shrink in size because it's pulling all the gross stuff that you would be like pushing out if you were popping it.
0: Cool.
3: Okay. So especially like right now, like I just sit at home all day, so I don't put makeup on and then I just pop it on and then I don't touch it either. So it gives it like a gives it a little moist area to heal. I know.
2: It's it's fun to have on there because you do feel like it's protected and you can kind of like go like this and like
3: it's so fun to pull them off and see how much has come out, and then like see, and then it, it see it get better. I'm like, oh my god, it's working!
2: <laughs> I am stoked to use them properly. Then, I just um, want to give you a little tidbits you um if you've been on the birth control for like three months that's when you're gonna start really clearing
3: it's gonna it's like also right around here of course when i'm using all those so now that's like who knows
2: oh yeah right (laughs) and then my other thing was yeah it's totally normal like to start like at 28 i was 23 i never had great skin but it was like 23 that all of a sudden it was like well
3: and it was like to the point it was painful and like uh, a lot of like little tiny tiny little bumps that i'm like are these zits like what's going on i don't even understand
2: probably milia's.
3: i've yeah. there's so many things that i go online and i'm like i shouldn't have googled this
2: <laughs> last thing um cortisone shots have you not gotten those yet no I mean, I know they're not, it's not the best with COVID times to like go to a dermatologist or a med spa, but like if you go get a cortisone shot and a cystic pimple, it's truly gone within 24 hours. Mm
3: -hmm. Oh, so like if you have like a really bad one and you have like an event or something to do. Yeah. Which I feel like I never have anything that would be important enough that I would need to go get it taken care of, but like that, it totally prevents me from filming. Yeah. Yeah,
2: it it hurts. hurts, I gotta, I gotta do it.
3: Yeah.
1: Actually, Ashley, low-key, like not even low-key, high-key, I've seen you. Like, we work with a lot of the same skincare brands, and we actually, like, went to, remember that skincare school that we went to with Dermalogica for adult acne, where we sat there all day and, like, took notes? Oh, so fun. So fascinating. Like, we actually, like, it's Like, I found an episode
3: day. where we did that, but we did not take notes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did. I was so, I love, I love that kind of
2: stuff. I love that stuff. I was clinging on to every word she said.
3: both of you though are very like you have very intense skincare routines mine i'm like is it clean
1: (laughs) Uh, what about you ashley what's brought you joy this week besides your blessed anniversary unless that's what it is which totally makes
2: sense there's a couple things um so just my dog she peeks her head well she brings me joy every day obviously but yesterday (laughs) we're in this cute little loft and love a good loft I was coming down the stairs you can see on my Instagram story and then I look up the stairs and her head is just oh I saw that picture and she was like it's It's just her head around the corner and I'm like I just peaked my life just peaked then I just think there's something about obviously like east coast summer air um at night which is
3: just the most refreshing tell us about it what is that like I was like I can't can't relate (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's something about like the smells. Um it's just so much different on the East Coast. It just like feels, I guess, like cleaner, but I like like the humidity at night. It feels just it makes your skin glowy. There's just like something that makes you feel really healthy with it. And then I just had the most amazing waffle on a stick last night.
1: Oh my god, on a stick. Yum.
3: I really had waffles too last night, actually. That's really exciting. amazing. They were eggo and not that great, but why? Where do you get a waffle on a stick?
2: I, Jared's like go He's like obsessed with froyo, so he's going to different frozen yogurt places every night. And one of them had waffles on a stick, and it was just like the thickest Belgian waffle like that you could just eat.
3: And it looks like a corn dog.
2: I feel like I saw it, but it was warm and very doughy inside. Yum.
3: That sounds great. I love a good oh my pastry.
1: Gosh. Yum. <laughs> Would you consider waffle a pastry? Uh, no. And Joss. Ju- just- oh yeah. Okay. So so my joyful moment this week is that after four months of waiting for our shared channel merch to come in, I ordered samples because Lily and I are creating merch for our amazing shared channel subscribers and the people that listen to this podcast. I'm now finally wearing one of the merch samples that came through. And I'm really excited about how cute it looks. We got long sleeve shirts and short sleeve shirts. I'm not excited that it took four months for them to arrive. I mean, you know, difficult times
3: that may be getting worse.
1: And I think just in general, (laughs) yeah, that's true. I think just in general, uh, one daily thing that brings me joy is mail, which, like, I might as well be 85 years old. But I love, I have a P.O. box. And some people are like a regular at like a bar. Or like I literally a shop. I'm a regular at my PO box and my PO box guy is my best friend. I always tell him, "You're my best friend." And he is like, "No, you're not. I we don't know each other." But I'm I wearing just... him down. I'm wearing him down slowly. <laughs> I just need
3: you to know that when you said that, I thought you were like trying to like not say that Chris was one of the things that brings you joy and you were describing him as a male. Like no. and I was like, okay.
1: No, but he's he's a lovely man, and he brings me a lot of joy too. Like, no, you
3: mean literal paper Postage. that you get? Yes, got it.
1: But you know what? That is a good reminder, at least to me, that I need to be more intentional with sending out correspondence because I love stationery. My and friend I Alyssa did note. send
3: me a nice handwritten note out of nowhere one time that was just like, "I'm really proud of you, and I love you, and I'm glad you're my friend." And I was like, <laughs>
1: "See what?" I know. I cried i know you know what i'm gonna do when this podcast is over i'm gonna send troy a note your wedding planner just to let him know how much freaking joy that sweet angel has brought to my life and i don't even know him okay so, so if
2: you did that like i will would be i will i'm, I'm gonna send you guys a screenshot screen.
1: on my personal stationery i'm gonna do i don't it.
3: know i'm uh you don't have the best handwriting be careful i
1: don't i have bad handwriting Oh, my gosh. Anyways, Ashley, thank you so much for joining us on Overshare. This has truly been so fun just to, like, see you and, like, hang out in, I guess, kind of real life. Um, for, like, the five people on the planet who don't know who you are, have no idea how that's even possible, tell them how they can find your podcast and you and Jared and all the things.
0: Okay,
2: well, Jared and I are on Instagram at Ashley underscore Aguinetti, and he is just Jared Haven. And then I am, uh, what's else? What else is got a yes. YouTube channel. Uh, we do have a YouTube channel. It's not super active. It's actually Hi, Jared H. And then um, I've got two podcasts. One, if you just want to hear about Bachelor stuff, that's with Ben Higgins. Oh, my gosh, that's right. Podcasts. Yeah. Yes. And I have the I Don't Get It podcast, which is very much like this one, just fun girl chat about things in life that we don't get. I love it. And we also love Naz.
1: I met yes, yes, your yes, sister, but I love her as well. Um, <laughs> it's a really, really great, great show. show. It's so like thank you, you do feel like you're just listening to your girlfriends yeah. on a chat,
2: which is yeah. great. We're really proud with with the show. Like every week I'm like, that was a good episode.
1: That was a really good episode. Like we're trying to inform, but we're also just trying to like have fun and relate. No, it works. Um, last thing before you go, uh okay. This season of Bachelorette seems like a huge cluster that they're trying to put back together. I love Taysha, I love Claire. Where do you stand on all of this? I love Clayshia, I love Clayshia.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, I am gonna remain neutral here. I love
2: both girls. Uh, I hope that, I think the best, uh, the best thing that can come out of this is there are two love stories if indeed it is upholding the way that they say it is which
1: you sound like you don't know if that is real or not
2: yeah do, i do it's just like until the bachelor comes out and confirms it i feel like we just always have to say allegedly
1: true yes i love the word allegedly we should just add that. such to a everything. journalist like the wendy williams word allegedly exactly You're like wank um... when you say <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Okay, Ashley, well, thank you so much. Before you go, Lily and I have to sign off by saying one, two, three. Thank, thank, you, thank you for you sharing. For sharing. It
3: doesn't how, It doesn't really it doesn't work, work with the internet lag.
1: Yeah, it doesn't really work unless we're in person, but we've really been trying to force it still during COVID. So uh, it's like our creepy, like, cultish farewell.
3: I'm sorry you're before. on the receiving end of it.
1: No, 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 I like it. great thank you um and for you guys out there watching listening thank you so much be sure to subscribe on youtube subscribe to the podcast give us five stars do the rating all of the things and we will see you right here next week bye guys bye